0: The A-Team Officiating Camp website is at ateamofficiating.com. Registration will begin January 1, 2022. We will have on-field classroom instruction, and we'll also introduce replay this year with some special things for replay that we think will be very exciting. And all of this will take place at the Marriott and Sugarland Town Center in Sugarland, Texas.
1: Unofficial Lounge with Ashante, Bond, and Monty. We're here to give you the insight into some of the biggest plays you remember, involving the people wearing the stripes. We look at the grit it takes to become an official, while exploring the history of officiating with the people who made it.
2: It's more than black and white.
3: All right, everybody, welcome back to the unofficial lounge. We are joined today by Melissa Cannon, who came for us as part of the guest host of the Triple OG. If you guys all remember that show, Otis Griffin. Melissa, welcome to the unofficial lounge.
2: Thank you. Happy to be
3: here. Thank you so much for joining us. And what got you started in officiating? Uh,
2: well, when I first started working high school basketball, it was right after I had my daughter. And it was really just supposed to be for exercise. Um, and it was a way to exercise and make a little money on the side. And uh, after a couple years, People started telling me, you know, if you really want to take this serious, then um, you could go places. So then I started taking it serious.
3: <laughs> so, Melissa, before you started officiating, you know, mm-hmm. most of us have played some type of sports. What sports did you play in high school?
2: Uh, in high school, I played basketball, volleyball and softball. Uh, yes. And I played actually basketball was the first sport that I played. I my dad had me starting to play basketball in third grade. Um, and so I came all the way up through high school playing basketball, softball started around sixth grade and volleyball didn't start until seventh grade.
3: Oh, it's funny, you know, normally when we ask any official, why did they start officiating? When I thought you was about to say, I had my daughter, I needed some extra money because that's why all of us started.
2: Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. But then you said, I that's think you are the first person. started. You started because three Jackson
3: st- Colts." Anyway. The- that's not why we But, all Melissa, you started for exercise.
0: Just- yes, yes. I've seen when some of them high school basketball officials. They ain't in, All of them ain't in it for the exercise. <laughs> <laughs> most are, of them are not. <laughs> right? So, you coming out there trying to run, and they looking at you crazy yeah. like you're down, like, uh-uh.
2: Right. They on like, your side. you
0: trying to I'm do? not moving. <laughs>
3: Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I mean, hey, how many times you didn't ran a, in a two-man game, you didn't ran past your partner when you when you would start off the trail and all of a sudden. Oh, goodness. You started officiating basketball for the exercise. So before we get into, you know, now you've worked championships at pretty much every level that you've been at, other than the D- division one, which is you only been there for two years, we talked about. So it's probably coming for you You're here real soon looking just at your resume, the amount of the championships that you had. But who introduced you to officiate? Who just said like, "Hey, you should come out because
2: Well, see, you know, like I said, it, the progression, so it was a group of people, um, a group of us, and at the time, um, they were they were in the high school officiating for the money. They were like, "Hey, you know, we came up on this joke." Ju- you know, why don't you? And I was just like, oh, well, you know, I'll go out there and get some, get some run in and get some exercise. I used to play. How hard could it be? You know, is isn't and that's what every ex-player or ex-coach always thinks. Like, how hard could it be? But once you really get serious and into it,
0: <laughs> it, it. It's kind of crazy, though. You said you started out as this timid person, scared to call a foul, to where somebody, like, telling you, like, hey, you might want to join a college group. So how did that? So something had to happen. Like it had to click, there would have to be a tipping point. So you just can't go from timid to just, boom, I'm on the scene. Well, so you eventually have to start calling fouls.
1: Is it something um, that happened outside uh, well, basketball? So
2: basketball in life has always gone hand in, I, right. hand in hand. So any any improvements or, or anything that was being made on one end would always translate or transfer over for me on the other end.
0: You took your craft a little bit more seriously to where somebody said, go to this camp. So what was the camp scene like as far as basketball? Because that I heard that's a different type of racket.
2: Absolutely. Uh, I would say, I mean, I didn't know what I was stepping into. Somebody told me to go to a basketball camp. I signed up for a basketball camp, my first ever, and it was a, a college JC camp. And I remember getting there. It was, it was uh, at Chico state. I had no idea. They just told me the name of the camp and I signed up, I get there. And I am one of two women at this camp. They are all men and it's a men's camp. And I was just like, what did I get myself into? And on top of that, I did not know three person mechanics at the time either. So, you know, I'm very green and, yeah, and so, it, you know, I just had to get it together and, and hold my ground.
3: You're in the Big Sky Conference, which is – I had the opportunity to work football in the Big Sky Conference. So, fun sports conference, cool little cities that you get to go to. Mm-hmm. What's what's the ultimate goal now for Melissa going up? Uh,
2: the ultimate goal is to uh, be hired in as many conferences – as possible
3: um what about professional because i know basketball go like the nba works hard to find officials so they will kind of
0: give yeah. you step-by-step
3: directions not saying you're guaranteed to get there but kind of walk well, you along I right
2: was invited to i um Gosh, I probably should have had up some notes for me to reference. I was invited to the grassroot camps out in Norfolk, Virginia. Uh, I think it was three or four years ago, um, which was the NBA training, um, camp. Uh, and, uh, they explained through everything, you know, what the process would be if this is the route that you chose to take. Um, and the more i evaluated it it wasn't the path for me um with a lot of people and, and and not knocking you know not no ill uh feelings or anything as far as anybody who chose that path but at the time you know i still had a younger daughter um and you know also being a single mom and stuff and so you know, they explained working the G League games and working the the W, uh, you know, that there's quite a bit of travel, the pay, not what you would think that it was. um, And it did not fit with my program. There was at that time, I couldn't be away from my daughter for, you know, a week at a time, um, only to possibly, you know, whatever be breaking even. Um, I mean, the exposure is amazing. And to some people that balances out. It wasn't enough for me.
0: So how does the travel work in the basketball? Or like, does that work? Like I know football is once a week. So how does like, you? how's the scheduling you're getting to all those various conferences? How does that work?
2: Uh, it's pretty much, it, it's up to you to keep your calendar uh, up to date. Um, as I'm sure you probably know uh, declining a game is frowned upon because the way that the assigners are looking at it is um, you should have had your calendar updated. So that way I I would have never scheduled you. So if you start declining games,
1: (laughs) the nail in the coffin.
2: Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Exactly. So, Uh,
3: so Melissa, just to, just to clarify for those that don't understand the difference though of scheduling for basketball and football she said her calendar. So correct me if I'm wrong, at each level, so whatever conference, you can set your calendar for that conference. Correct. Right? Correct. So that's, that's a totally different. We don't even, I don't know a football oh, yeah, we. yet that turns, well, we never going to turn down the game once we get it. But we right. don't even block dates unless it's like our anniversary in the middle of football season. Right. Outside of that, there's not even many people that will even block a date availability just like i'm gonna get a weekend off at some point so that's mm-hmm. what i'm gonna schedule to do whatever i need to do but basketball officials, you guys get the opportunity to set your own schedule when you're availability for that individual conference now as you're coming up the more you're available the more chance you got to get the game so Correct. we get that and but
2: yeah i i don't block anything for, for doing right <laughs> i'm like hey just let me know when you need me <laughs>
0: <laughs> well hold up Cravon. In football, and there's only one conference the one that hires you anything right. else there
3: is no multiple choices <laughs> right well yeah, so, there is no so multiple choice.
2: that's a really good point so with basketball and i think that was kind of one of the questions is how do you pick and choose and so the basketball philosophy really is um i mean it it essentially gets down to loyalty who what a signer you're more loyal and so like for me <laughs> Let's say the Big Sky was the, the Big Sky was the first conference to hire me. It, typically, what should happen is is you say loyal to the conference that hires you, but here on the West Coast, um, we know you know Violet is the cream of the crop. So we got Pac-12, we got WCC, and WAC. So pretty much the other assignmenters for Mountain West, Big West, and Big Sky all understand that if you have a violent game they will be taking a vaccine
3: right. yes. gotta go back get that seat. check right gotta, <laughs> gotta go get that check come on people yeah it, we, we i understand loyalty but you right. ain't paying my light bill so right we gotta go get the checks absolutely how uh, okay so just because us as football officials you know our negotiation tactics Compared to basketball officials, because you just said because of COVID you have to show up three hours before the game. Prior to that's mandatory, for (laughs) Yeah, no. Normally
2: ours is two. Ours is normally two.
3: Two hours before. Yes. Oh, okay. Okay. Just checking. But if you just so happen to get there forty-five minutes, it's just you just need to know the other two people you're working with. (laughs) (laughs) Next question. (laughs) Next
0: question.
1: think it's time for under to be viewed all right Melissa (laughs) so appreciate your time today we're gonna play uh shoot a little three questions at you just off the top of your dome and we're just gonna run through it all right all right Miss Melissa here we go all right Melissa where has officiating allowed you to travel that you would have never went to had it not been for officiating
2: Norfolk, Virginia.
1: <laughs> What'd you do there? What
3: was North, what was what that
2: was uh, the uh, NBA, NBA grassroots?
3: Is. Okay. Camp.
2: Okay. I just wouldn't have thought about going to. That's it, not, would be, that's n-
3: a, it would be. It would be no crazy. other reason to go to Norfolk. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> 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 right. Grassroots are the university. That's about it, right? That's it.
1: All right, Melissa. What? career accomplishment has made you the most proud?
2: Huh. Like, officiating career?
1: Either or. Life Give us both. Give us yeah, both. Absolutely. Uh,
2: well, my officiating career, um, even, even though it's starting to become more of a norm, um, I'm proud uh, that I was hired to work men's college basketball um i mean i'm not crystal hogan or anything so i'm not pulling a pac-12 uh you know schedule but um that's made me proud because it shows me that you know we're starting to make progress and um uh as far as my professional career as i told you i'm an auditor at VSP um, Vision Service Plan
3: and being a mother that think- haven't choked out her teenage oh, okay. daughter yet
2: I'm sorry oh that's an accomplishment you yes, said that's career the- oh well yeah that is my <laughs> career too <laughs> that, is, that
1: is oh
2: well no no that's not an accomplishment cause I, I yeah I <laughs> <laughs> alright alright Melissa she's still breathing though so we're good <laughs>
1: What do you think of when you have to go to that scorer's table and take a look at a review? What goes through your mind?
2: I hope they have the angle I need. That's actually what's going through
3: my mind. (laughs) I hope I'm right.
2: Uh, No, I am okay with being wrong. Uh, But I hope they have the angle I need because there's nothing worse than going to the table to review and asking them to give you the angles that they have, which you should already know what angles they have available for you, you know, in the pregame. But there's nothing worse than getting there only to see that there's nothing that sways it either way. I want hardcore evidence, one way or the other. Either hardcore was right, or hardcore, I need to overturn it and change the call. But if there's nothing that shows me either, then it's like a waste of time.
1: There you go.
3: Thank you, ma'am. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Well, Melissa, we want to thank you for your time of joining the Unofficial Lounge, and we wish you the best in your journey of officiating. Uh, hopefully, the, you know, Violet will be calling you soon. Hey, we want to talk to Violet, too. As much as you want to talk to her, we like to get Violet on the show as well. So, but you know, it's good to see that you are enjoying what you do, being able to be a mom, have, have another profession on the side, not like basketball, make you all that money. Yet, it's coming for you. But right. um, we appreciate you joining us and uh hopefully we can talk to you when you get hired at that uh next level when you're looking at it
2: hey sure i will keep you guys on the need to know list
1: awesome <laughs> awesome hey next time you you will notice it down here in uh central california i know you guys are always holidaying down here make sure okay. you hit.